0: Hey everybody, Brian Boyle here and welcome back to another episode of Run Painless, Run Ageless. And if you are just joining us for the first time, welcome. I appreciate you being here and checking us out if you think that, uh, that we've done a great job, I encourage you to go back to wherever you're listening to this on, uh, whatever site it is, whether it's Anchor.fm or iTunes or Spotify, uh, you know you name it, whatever you're listening to. I encourage you to go back and leave a review that, uh, that does help other listeners know what, uh, what they're getting themselves into and I appreciate that. Uh, I also if you are just, if you've been here before, I welcome you back and uh, uh, you know, and appreciate you being here. As well, you can always go back to episode one that explains who I am as a physical therapist, as a runner. uh, You know why you should listen to uh, to what I'm saying, and what gives me the credibility to actually be talking about this. Today I want to talk to you about Achilles tendinitis and/or tendinopathy, and I'll explain the two and the difference between the two. This is a this is something that's pretty common. So uh, obviously we know what the Achilles is is that uh, that heel cord that comes from the calf muscle and inserts into the calcaneus or the heel bone. The, uh, the Achilles tendinitis or the tendinopathy, what is the difference? Well, the itis, uh, the ending or the, uh, the suffix to tendinitis means that there's an inflammation, that there is something that has inflamed the tissue, the sheath, the uh, surrounding region. There's usually some swelling, there's pain, uh, you know, there's an inability to move, it, it hurts to put the foot down, uh, it hurts to have the shoe rubbing on it, that's kind of that tendinitis. They respond to different things than a tendinopathy. Tendinopathy is when the tendon itself has actually changed or the sheath around it has changed. What does that mean? So, best analogy that I've come up with that uh, over the years is if you take raw meat, so you've got ground meat and it's nice beefy red, let it sit in the refrigerator for a little bit, uh, maybe three, four days, you'll notice that the blood drains out into whatever package that you have the meat in or the bowl or whatever and now you get this brownish color well when the blood drains out when the irritation is out of the tendon it becomes this brownish color it's not to the point where it's got cellular death where it would become necrotic where it's black but it's it's you know changed so that's what we call the tendinopathy as I had alluded to, this responds differently, whether it's treatment or otherwise, uh, to things than tendinitis. That's why it's important to understand what the difference between the two and what they're talking about. So, acute phases of the Achilles, uh, you know, kind of, uh, you know, injury, uh, you know, anywhere between the first seven to ten days, that's going to be more of that acute. If we start getting into a month or longer, where we're, um, you know, we're not really into you know, maybe the tendinopathy, but more of that uh, subacute or heading towards that chronic. Uh, you know, again, responding pretty decently to things like, uh, you know, an ibuprofen or an Aleve that would be an anti inflammatory. Uh, responding well to ice. Responding well to. Uh, modifications in you know putting a heel lift in the shoe that uh, that may benefit uh, you know to, to reduce the amount of stretch that the Achilles gets uh, a heel cup that can go in just to kind of back you know coat, coat or cover the back of the shoe so that you're not getting uh, this friction causing that uh, those things are going to be responsive so that first two to four weeks, a lot more responsive than if you let this thing go six, eight, 12 weeks, and, and then it turns into this tendinopathy. Uh, and the tendinopathy is usually when folks are coming in and they're saying, you know, I've tried this or tried this and tried this, and it's just not getting any better. Uh, you know, it's usually when we get to this tendinopathy. And as I had mentioned before, this is now a change in the actual cell physiology. So this is where things like anti inflammatories, ice, uh, you know, heel lifts are just not gonna be as effective. Okay, that's just, it's just not going to take away the inflammation. This is when we have to go into eccentric exercises to try and bring blood flow into the muscle from the inside. Okay, we're trying to lengthen the scar tissue or lengthen any irritation that, uh, uh, you know, when the irritation is there, that inflammation, it, it will leave scar tissue. So we're trying to lengthen that collagen, that, uh, that connective tissue, and mold it into a better... Shape so that the sheath and the tendon itself can kind of work inside that sheath without any sort of restriction whatsoever. So uh, this is where uh, there's going to be differences. You know, we may try. in if you're coming in to see a physical therapists, this is where uh, you know we may try some uh, uh, instrument-assisted soft tissue mobilization, the uh, to try and bring a, a you know kind of fresh blood flow and some oxygen into the area to, to simulate the the healing effect from the inside. Um, you know, again, we can, we can try, you know, the heel lift and such, but, uh, you know, but if it's gone on very long, your, your chances of, of healing thyself become that much less. So, um, what can you expect from a physical therapy wise? If, uh, if you do come in, uh, within the first seven days, typically you're going to look at two to three visits at most. Okay. Uh, we'll do some pain, you know, pain modalities, Uh, you know, maybe it's electric stim, um, maybe, uh, uh, you know, maybe some dry needling to the calf muscles, the soleus and the gastroc. There's two muscles that make up the calf. Uh, the the gastroc muscle is actually working when the knee is straight, and the soleus muscle works when the knee is bent. So the, the two different muscles there, but they they both attach into the Achilles, and, uh, and, and insert into the calcaneus or the heel bone there. So uh, you can try some dry needling at that point if there's some tightness and stiffness there. Uh, you know sometimes we will stretch but gentle. You know you don't want to force the uh, the muscle and the intended if it's already inflamed into uh, into more pain so we would be really cautious about that if somebody tells you to stretch just kind of stretch to the point uh, you know of discomfort and then back off if you're going to go that route sometimes we don't even have you stretch at all okay sometimes it is more or less just rolling out the muscles um, that may be tight sometimes it is the uh, like I said the assisted soft tissue mobilization or dry needling but but three uh, you know, two to three visits would be the most that you should need if it's caught early. If it does go into a tendinopathy, this is when it could take anywhere between six and 12 visits, is, again, depending on what you've been doing already uh, and how you've actually been responding to that treatment. You know, so again, if you're thinking anywhere between $75 to $150, depending on where you're going, depending on, you know, how much you're paying out of pocket for deductible, you know, again, you could be looking at um, anywhere between $450 for, the beginning of the year here, and with with a high deductible, uh, all the way up to a thousand dollars or more for Achilles, uh, you know, physical therapy. You don't really ever need an X ray or an MRI, uh, you know, especially early if uh, if things aren't responding. I talked about the Ottawa ankle rules yesterday or in another podcast, um, you know. So again, the reality of it is if you're getting pain and it's right in the back. Of the ankle, uh, more than likely, uh, you know you can also get a bursitis, which is a, a fluid filled sac that sit's right underneath the achilles, which prevents the tendon from wearing on the bone, so you could also get an achilles uh, you know bursa uh, bursitis there, so you know there is you know reason to think that uh, that if you're not sure that you maybe just go get it checked out, but you shouldn't need an extra or an MRI. Um, and over-the-counter meds, if, if you tolerate those, I, I, again, I don't prescribe meds, so I, I put that on as a cautionary tale that since I don't prescribe meds, and I'm not legally licensed to do so. If you've taken an over-counter uh, anti-inflammatory and it has done all right with you, then you should be fine. You may want to consult with a uh, you know physician if, you, if you've if you had issues in the past. Uh, ice works really well. Like I said, a heel cup or a heel lift, about a, a quarter inch to a half inch heel lift may help just to kind of alleviate uh, you know the the stress on the Achilles. I wouldn't walk barefoot at this time, so always kind of keep a, a loafer or a shoe that, uh, you know, nearby where there's Uh, near the bed or when you get home from work, you know, something like house shoe that you keep keep nearby you know, you should be much better off. In a very similar to plantar fasciitis, that uh, that having that shoe on will uh, will prevent that Achilles from, from completely stretching out. Uh, rolling, so, uh, you know, rolling the calves and the hamstrings, uh, you know, always a good thing. You can roll the foot as well. You know, the uh, uh, roller ball, uh, you know, the ice recoup fitness has a, has a nice roller ball. Uh, that you can use for that. Ice cups work just fine. So pay, paper cup with some water and it, put it in the freezer and when it's frozen, you can ice massage along that as well. And uh, yeah, you may have to reduce the amount of running that you're doing for a short term. All right. You know, again, I would stay pain, um, you know, minimal pain. You don't necessarily need to be painless, but minimal pain, uh, you know, reducing that to that mileage, I wouldn't run with an Achilles uh, pain more than about a 3-4 out of 10 if it gets above that, that's usually a pretty good indication that you need to stop or back off even further, depending on what your mileage is, so, uh, so be mindful of that. Um, you can also try some KT tape. That is also a, a really good one around this region. It just kind of lifts the skin. May, may help lift some of that uh, uh, inflammation out and get that back through the lymph system in the body. So. That is Achilles tendonitis and tendinopathy. If you've got questions, you can send them to me, Brian, B-R-I-A-N, at company5k.com. That's the number, 5k.com. Be happy to get uh, get back to you. Uh, And I always respond to to every email, so so keep them coming. Uh, If you haven't checked out the YouTube channel, The Mesh Tongue, I encourage you to do so. I've got lots of videos there. It's M-E-S-H, Tongue. Uh, I've got a little bit of a, a sinus something going on here, so I sound a little nasally today. So I apologize. But, uh, you know, the Mesh Tongue on YouTube, uh, another uh, spot that you can go to to see uh, if you're a visual learner, some of the techniques and things that I've, I've, uh, uh, I've showcased there. So please, you know, follow along. And if you found some value, this, share this with your friends, your family, your training partners. And until next time, we'll see you again. Take care.